Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. This is Action and Ambition, the show that takes you all over the world to share interviews with the most successful and relevant people on the planet. Hear their backstory, get the most important lessons they've learned on their road to success, and hear exclusive tips on how to implement their success in your own life. Action and Ambition is brought to you by Entrepreneur Magazine and your host, Andrew Metal. Welcome to the Action and Ambition Podcast. I'm your host today, Chase Geyser. And with us, we have two very special guests. Dr. Travis Fox and Michelle Fox are the co-founders of Ultimate Business Quest, a proprietary platform delivering business basics and practical skills presented in a world of immersive fantasy gameplay. With over 45 years of combined experience, successfully guiding and inspiring entrepreneurs, Michelle and Travis Fox are taking entrepreneurs from founding to funding to fortune all in one. Ultimate Business Quest released in its latest mobile app, business empire that leverages gamified learning to provide entrepreneurs with business basics and practical business application skills to level up their personal and professional life. It is an honor and a pleasure to have you both on the Action and Ambition podcast. How are you both today? Fantastic. Thank you. Amazing. Thank you for having us. Awesome. So one of the questions I like to start with on this podcast when interviewing such distinguished professionals as yourself is where did this journey begin for you? Oh, that's about 4,000 lifetimes ago, actually, to gain that much knowledge. Uh, in seriousness, for my part, mine actually began uh, over 30 years ago. It has been a 30-year journey of uh, everything from the doctor side of me to the producer side of me to the speaker side of me to the entertainer to the consultant to moving into M&A before Michelle came on with her 15 years experience, which I'll, I'll gladly toss to her. So uh, for me, it was um, a pivotal moment. It was uh, COVID had just hit and we had grown our academy about 800% during that time frame. But Travis turned to me and said, how do we scale this for real? Instead of having these big price points of you only get a specific small little niche of business. How do we expand this to a global reach? And at that time, it was more personal development and we sat down and we created a map of the entire entrepreneurial journey. What does an entrepreneur really go through, especially during these times with all this technology that you're battling um, and trying to compete with? And we created the um, ultimate business quest through that um, of the actual entrepreneur map, the pit of excuses, how we can you know, get in our, our heads. And um, it was just, just a really fun experience during that time where Travis and I truly were able to create this and bring it to life. So what was the process like when you decided that you wanted to turn it into like a gamified thing? I mean, was that a whole new thing for you guys? Had you guys been doing the the consulting before for years and then decided to add the game component later? Or was the game component something you'd always sort of had in the works, but in a different like sort of medium? Yeah, great question. Uh, for, for me, it's always been about gameplay. So when we look from the, you know, from the clinical data and from the background, we learn when we're having fun, which is called a thematic or a theme, right? And we've, d- we've done this since we were in elementary school and then middle school and most likely high school. But then as soon as we graduate high school, we have two major things that happen to us. One, we're told, hey, Chase, guess what? You're now an adult. 
you've graduated high school, you better figure out the rest of your life. And we have no blueprint to do it. And we switch from all of the fun we've had as a child to now we have to be serious and we have no framework for it. And the second one is you're immediately indoctrinated into the school of hard knocks. And that is literally what the antithesis of our education was supposed to be. So for us, it was we were working with companies and we noticed a couple of key things. One, their culture was always off. And everyone says, well, I'm a culture, 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 but they really didn't enforce it. And they really didn't know how to build a culture. And then the second was, we noticed inside said cultures, the ones that were having fun and allowed creativity and allowed people to have what we call their misfitness is where their mastership really lives. All of a sudden the tapestry started to come together. And we realized, hey, wait a minute. From what we know over the 30 years, plus our other two partners and their experience, which each has over 25 years of experience on their fronts, we said, wait a minute, why isn't business fun? Why do we have to make it, you know, it's war and it's battle and it's great and it's competition. And those things are also fun as well, but we've turned them into something highly competitive, which is odd because last time I checked, we're the only neighbors in the entire solar system. So it's still us on the planet. So what if we made it fun? And that becomes very contagious. And that's really where from our side, from the clinical, we dropped in and that became the thematic we wanted to base it on. And then the, um, the game of, I think there's a very big, um, difference between gamification mm -hmm. and actual game play mm -hmm. or being submerged into that game fantasy play. Um, at the beginning, we were all about gamification. Um, however, it, it gets a little old. I mean, even though it's a little fun and yeah, the leaderboard and, and um, some coins that you get, but if you could actually play a game and learn simultaneously, that makes it a heck of a lot more fun because then it's not a linear uh, point of view. It is, you can truly choose your own adventure. And that became a lot more fun and a lot more traction when we gave the, um, gave the users a way for them to choose for themselves, as opposed to here is how you need to learn. Here is the litmus. Here's the step-by-step -step, and you have to go in this order. And we're like, wait a second, why don't they just choose their own adventure and choose their own quest because that is ultimately a business. Mm -hmm. You choose your own quest. There's no step-by-step um, -step guide, even though we have step-by-step -step guides, but it, it's always fluid and changing. And so that's really um, the difference between the gamification versus the actual gameplay that we've been um, uh, evolving to with Ultimate Business Quest. For sure. And you mentioned, you know, how company culture is always just a little bit off. And I'd be really interested to hear what you think about um, sort of the constant pivoting of culture. And, and what I mean to just give you some context to that is like it's, it's easy when you start a business to establish things like mission statement and culture. And it's easier to hold on to culture when you have a few employees. But then when you expand to, you know, 50, 100, 200, 1000 employees, it's easy to get that culture lost, especially in the face of uh, ever-changing technology and ways of doing things. So how is it that you're able to sort of help companies not only establish their culture, but also stay true to it in an ever-changing environment? Fantastic question. And actually, the, it is one of the things we address right off the box when you come into the Quest, and that is, how do we make finger-pointing fun? If we look at most of our companies and our company cultures, it's about performance or non-performance. Well, that's a factor, true. But let's be honest, if we have people that are understanding what their misfit is, for example, and I'll use some archetypal languages, is how we brought the gameplay in is through archetypals. Our partner helped develop this system that was originally based on Carl Jung's work, obviously through the archetypes, but mm -hmm. he was the number one at-risk residential uh, youth center in the entire United States for 10 years in a row consecutive. And he, what he started to do is realizing that by moving into the thematic of, hey, 
It isn't about just sitting in a therapist chair and answering all the questions about why things are wrong. Very analogous of being called to the HR department or the CEO, for example, or in front of a board or your sales, your sales director. It is this kind of quasi punishment we got into. And wait a minute, you can adjust people, have fun with it, but to make the misfit a mastership. So for example, when we start, the first thing you're going to do is find out how do you show up? Now, when I say that, I mean, we're going to do it in archetypal medieval style. So you're going to be a warrior, a wizard, a bard, and a jester, which are the first four basic archetypes. But unlike history, which most are what's called the quadratic model, you would know that as a Myers-Briggs or other systems out there that are quote unquote personality identifiers, it, it limits you to one of four things. I'm pretty sure we could say everybody listening, we know that you're more than one of four things. You're multiple things, right? And you can take that in a myriad of directions. So the system actually expands into 16 different personality types that makes it fun to understand what does it mean to really be a warrior? What does it mean to be a knight? What happens when I'm a barbarian? What happens when I move to king or when I'm, I'm being a dictator? And now all of a sudden, when you start to team build and you start to scale, it's easy to replicate that process because everybody's speaking the same language as opposed to, hey, our culture is just this nebulous mission statement concept. It's backed by values. You understand what those values are. They're concise to the point, and you hold to them religiously, puns intended, if you will, haha. And then ultimately, everybody starts to understand who they are, where they are. And when they're talking, instead of going, hey, man, you're really being just a negative nilly, you can go, oh, brother, I get it. You're, you're, you're gone wizard now. You've gone, you're turned into a total whiz tard, and you have fun with it. And now everybody can go, oh, I'm in my head. You're right. Thank you. As opposed to, hey, I, stop, I need to stop you. Uh, thinking so negatively, which is traditionally how we approach culture. So that's what the major things on our side were. Um, the, the interesting thing with those archetypes is what I've noticed in terms of culture, why it goes south so quickly is that we get in this mode where it's just higher, 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 higher based off of a resume, as opposed to the actual personality of that individual. So sometimes I've seen bards be put into accounting. That is a total Ooh, not good idea. Um, what that means is for simplicity is that you're putting a individual that loves to talk, loves to network. That's the feeler. You're putting them into a data center where all of these wizards are talking about all the flaws, all the problems. Okay, and nice. yeah, and then, then what you have is you have the water cooler talk because that bard is placed in the wrong place of the company because we get so frantic of, hey, let's just look at a resume as opposed to what is the person's true goals, values for themselves, not to fit into a culture, but do they align? And also does that person's personality fit that particular job title? so to speak, and also getting to know your employees or your contractors on a regular basis because they evolve and change just like the business does. So they may have evolved and want to evolve with the company, but if you're not giving them the time of day to just sit down and have a conversation, no matter what your culture is, it will fail because people love connection. Mm, that makes a lot of sense. So who exactly is the game for? I mean, is it primarily for startups? Is it for businesses that are already sort of established and entrenched? And, and tell me a little bit about what the game play actually looks like. Because when I hear you talk about wizards and bards and barbarians, I could think of anything from Dungeons and Dragons to World of Warcraft, right? Which are completely different games, even though. <laughs> fair play. <laughs> yeah, fair play. So the best way to couch that in reverse, Chase, is um, for all of you listening, it's imagine Dungeons and Dragons meets Zelda 
for entrepreneurs, but it translates for real. And really the, the thing that makes the you know, ultimate business quest app so unique is it's really a secret weapon. It's not just another learning LMS. Hey, I get this thing in a linear fashion. Like Michelle said earlier, it's actually immersed in gameplay thought process. And every quest that you go through is stacks upon the other one. But the, what the fun part is we always tell people, Hey, there's no direct answer. There's only choices. You can arrive and win the ultimate business quest a myriad of ways, which is what entrepreneurialism is really about. But back you backpedaling into your, your previous question, as you as you start to look at all of this thing, you go, wait a minute, what's what am I going to experience? Well, when you experience gameplay, the first thing you do is you're going to access your subconscious. Now let's 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 agree for 30 seconds without going down to a different rabbit hole that when we get to the subconscious, that's where we make real transformation. And that is the number one challenge entrepreneurs make because when the app was designed, it was designed in a two-pronged approach. One is entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs, solopreneurs. Companies, corporations do it together and there's levels, level one, level two, level three, level four, and you'll qualify yourself when you start to play the game. But it's also for employees too. So employees start to understand how, like Michelle said, how do I fit better into a culture? How do I add to that culture by using the part of my personalities to understand and also to understand better people around me, my customers, also my, my customer service, my clients, my internals, new business development, lead gen. How do I represent the messaging? So it's really designed for anybody who finally said enough. I'm tired of chasing around just every guru that says this is the answer to this or that. I'm tired of trying to go to schools that are linearly teach me 80% of the stuff I forget anyways, but I want to take a quest. And I want to do something for myself. I want to leave my own legacy because every one of us, if we're willing to look inside, we know there's a better part of our life that we can live, but we just don't give people at least a, a blueprint and a means to which to do it. And that's what the ultimate business quest actually solves from founder funding to fortune. With um, with the individuals of who does this actually hit? Who who does this help? Is this solopreneurs, entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs? Um, it's all. So the choose your own adventure when you first get into the realm. The realm has multiple different areas for you to go dive into. Um, business Resource Center where it shows you all the different types of software and um, and checklists that you can expand and grow your company. So those are the entrepreneurs that are looking to break through that ceiling, break through that glass um, that they've always been seeking to of how do I expand? What am I missing? And of course, they can also play the game, which is um, each individual quest because that can expand their knowledge. In terms of uh, those individuals that are starting or wanting to start a business, I would highly recommend starting this. If I would have known 90% of what, what is in this app, it would have helped me significantly with those pitfalls that all entrepreneurs truly go through uh, when they're building their business. That makes sense. Okay. So tell me a little bit about developing this game. When did you start the development? Was it, was it right during the pandemic or later than that, sooner than that? It was actually. Yeah, yeah. It, it was a dovetail if you, if you said recall, because we, we'd already been in business for a long time in other frames. And we finally said, well, wait a minute, maybe we're the problem. We're not looking at all the pieces we have here to help get the 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 users and the, the questers to actually go through this and the whole new process. And that's when, as Michelle said in the previous part of the interview, uh, I sat down and said, how do we actually scale this so that everybody can have it? The barrier to entry is you just have to have a device. And Michelle's brilliance and her leadership in the tech team and the entire tech team, here we are four years later, this is now version three of the game, uh, which just released here in uh, July of 2023. And it's exploded. There's so many new features in there. I don't know. I don't know if the show's long enough, Chase, to tell you all the new things that she's added. But some of the real key features, I, I really like her to, to just kind of expand how we got into that. 
Yeah, it was really fun. We we started with the linear, just more of the gamified LMS in an app form and saw the traction, saw how, um, how great a feedback we were getting just of the content alone. And it was, hey, are we drinking our own Kool-Aid? And finally, when we <laughs> saw that, we're like, oh, okay, this is great. Yeah, but it tastes um, good. Yeah, exactly. Because every entrepreneur falls into that. My idea is the best. Right. It's, you know, it's Million better dollars. than anybody's. And so then when we actually saw that data and got the feedback that we did, um, because we actually did help a few entrepreneurs um, with cash prizes, um, cash incentives um, inside the app. So we gave out three um, $3,000 checks um, for those said businesses that were growing. And we looked at it, we're like, well, how can we uh, truly turn this into the game that we've always really wanted. And um, that's when we released at the beginning of this year, the actual game version of what we've been working on. And uh, that has created so many different elements where now you have Quest University, you have Quest Connect, where you can actually match with other businesses, but it's not about how many likes they have. It's not about how, what their following is. It's really how you are positioning your company. And your personality. Are you a warrior, wizard, bard, jester? So the matches are more authentic and you can actually, um, same thing, direct message inside the app when you do connect with that said individual. There's also a job board um, along with uh, the Quest University is fantastic. It's a, it's a place that we've put every single piece of content that we've ever created for entrepreneurs in this um, in this university. And we've bucketed into three different categories, which is business, personal, and relationship, which really creates that work-life balance that everybody's been seeking. That makes a lot of sense. So what are your goals for the program over the next couple of years? Where would you like to see it by 2026 per se? Rule the world. No, just kidding. <laughs> 10 million downloads. <laughs> uh, actually, you know, there, yeah, 10 million downloads minimum and maybe even more. I mean, uh, part of what we're also moving into in 2024, and uh, actually this is the first time we've announced it, so thank you for the opportunity to be exclusive with you on this. We're actually opening now the live event, which is QuestCon. Uh, it's slated to be in Las Vegas at the end of the first quarter inside the app. We'll let you know. But what makes this most unique, Chase, is unlike another event where you sit there and listen to talking heads for eight hours a day, and I've done that and I've been a part of it on both sides of the stage. What if you actually came for three days and you actually went on the actual business quest for real, a true treasure hunt, a true treasure uh, experience that you can actually win cash incentives and win the ultimate business quest live. That's the next evolution for us because we want people to not just network in the way that Michelle was talking about on the app, which is extraordinarily important because we now live in a one world society. There is no such thing as us and them, the other side of the world. It's just us, finally. But now do it in a live play, the immersional experience. And we all know this. You know this from school. You know this from life. You know this from dating. You know this from anything you've done in personal development for yourself and in business. When we're immersed in something, all of a sudden now, all of these other things that we get locked up in that paralyze us, that keep us from paralysis by analysis, when, when we start to move into personality destruction, all that goes away because now we're having fun. We're on an adventure. We don't know what's coming next. It forces us to be fully present in our business. And we're connecting with people for what they represent in a company for a common objective, meaning that we're all going together on this adventure. No different than when you go, uh, and I always analogize it, it's like going on Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark, but for your personal business, and you're doing it with a thousand other people at the exact same time. And then also the leaderboard. I am excited <laughs> about launching the leaderboard because the difference is, is that not only are you winning things inside the app, just like typical apps, you're actually winning live 
prizes that get sent to you mm-hmm. specifically that help enhance your business. Mm-hmm. So it is truly bringing that fantasy to your reality. Mm-hmm. That makes a lot of sense. So who is the app perfect for? Humans. <laughs> and you don't have to be an entrepreneur or anything like that. It's just anybody who wants to play can have fun. Yeah, well, let's be honest. Everybody is an entrepreneur because when we're kids, we're all creative. We come up with ideas. We do make play. We pretend. We make believe, which is how an idea starts. That's how we make the better mousetrap. That's how we finally give ourselves the courage to go on an adventure and step away from whatever it's our nine to five or you know your your you know, career that has never been fulfilling for you. Maybe the kids have grown. We've designed the app so that it could be family oriented. It can go all the way down to young children, middle school, all the way up to ninety. We have all age groups in this plane as families. We have a companies going through together. We have individuals. It's really designed for all of us to finally give ourselves permission to chase the dream for real. And also uh, we've had multiple uh, employees go through it and the employees had a very interesting thought process around it of, wow, I did not know what it took for my said boss or the owner of this company to truly create this. Wow, that's a lot. So it also gives an appreciation, um, but it also gives you the the um, kind of teaser of: Do you really want to get in business for yourself? Is that is that something you truly do want? Because it does walk through that process and expands businesses. So whether you whether you have just started or you've been in business for ten years, does not matter. Um, it goes to both. What I noticed when um, we were in our consulting business of we did company turnarounds all the time. And I will tell you that there were more messes and more things missed with companies that um, have been in business for two to 10 years than businesses first starting out is that um, there was always something missed because there's so much to remember. And then you've got to remember, well, where did I search that? Where did I save that? Where did I write that down? Did I write and that? did I write that down? Did I, I don't think I heard that, right. but I heard that somewhere. And and then it gets really um, difficult to keep track of just everything when you're starting your business. So this gives a really great refresher for those are, that are already in business. And some might be very, oh, I know this already. Great. But did you know that point of view of it? So it it really caters to everybody. Well, Chase, if I can dovetail off the back of that, she brings up a really interesting point and kind of throwing it back up to the audience. When someone says to us, oh, well, I already know that, that's the first person I go, get out your phone, download the app right now. Because the moment you as an entrepreneur, a CEO, regardless how accomplished you are, and that includes Warren, the great Warren Buffett, never fall out of curiosity. Never come to the ideology that you know what you know. It is the most dangerous thing. In fact, to the point when I turned 50 a couple of years ago, I went back to the board and I said, hey, it's official now, guys. I'm now in the back nine of life and I know two things for sure. I know Jack and I know squat. Everything else I don't know. I'm going to spend the next 50 years living and working with masters all around the world who have mastered whatever their craft is in their business and become curious again, because that's how we started our journey. And somewhere along the line, we all changed our dreams for hoping. Well, I hope it happens. We all changed our kind of like, I know I'm going to do this. I'm going to make this in my life. This is the journey I want to go on to go. Well, someday when things line up and the kids graduate school, maybe I'll get to it. The sad part of that is those are all of those things that we tell ourselves hypnotically to hypnotize ourselves, to believe stuff we know we don't really feel on the inside. So when people say, just like Michelle said, Hey, you know, I already know that. That's the first sign that you definitely need to get in the app because this is going to take you to a whole new place with a whole new ideology and in the gameplay, which most likely that's exactly what you and your company need is to remember it's fun and this is still an adventure and it's tied in with a big one called life. 
And it's, I, um, uh, I don't need that. Right. <laughs> that's, that's my favorite. That's my favorite. Is that um, so many entrepreneurs are like, I don't need that. I don't need that. Yeah. Okay. I, well, okay. guess what the number one business killer is? Ego. Yep. Mm. Number one. So, back to culture again. <laughs> so where can people find you and follow you as well as engage with the app? Oh, easy. Uh, social media, obviously, you can go any uh, Instagram, Facebook, obviously, it, uh, all of them, Ultimate Business Quest, or you can follow myself personally. I'm at Travis Fox 360 and Michelle's at Silk FX Official. Uh, you can go to ultimatebusinessquest.com and it has the Apple and Google uh, download there for you. Absolutely. Well, it's been an honor and a pleasure to have you on the Action and Ambition podcast. And I certainly hope you'll come back and join us as time passes and keep us updated as to how things are going. Oh, absolutely. Well, uh, you guys will be the first to know we've already got 100,000 people gone through. We're on our way to a million. The question is, get out your phone, download it right now. And thank you for letting us be on the show, Chase. We're, thank we're you, great. Chase. Absolutely. Thank you both. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Action and Ambition with your host, Andrew Metal. Please leave a review and subscribe and go to andrewmetal.com for all the exclusive lessons, behind-the-scenes footage, and video content of the show. Follow us on Facebook and YouTube at Action and Ambition, and we'll see you on the next episode. Has the winter season taken a toll on your tile, upholstery, carpet? Call Cyclone Cleaners, 570-726-6200. For all your carpet, upholstery, and ceramic tile cleaning needs, it's Cyclone Cleaners. Also offering odor treatment and soil and stain guard. Choose the only cleaning company that supplies the water to clean your home and disposes of it when they are finished. Call Cyclone Cleaners to schedule your cleaning today, 570-726-6200.